Welcome to the show. This is Mission Music. I'm your host, Stefan Aronson from Balance Breakfast. Hey, and I'm, I'm with Stefan Aronson. I'm Jason, and I'm from Great Highway. And I am Corey Zeckman from Silence No Good. No Good. It is, it is good to have a full house. Um, it is nice that we can all be here today. The yeah, the the sometimes it's hard to balance schedules and figure out life and um yeah. and and make it to Mutiny Radio to have a podcast. Mm-hmm. One thing I do like about our show is that if you, if any of you had the goal to like hang out with more musicians and meet more musicians in general, we can accomplish accomplish that here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like about this. Yeah, we should do that. We should have musicians in the yeah. studio every now and then. Yeah, which is why I'm Maybe excited. Them. I told you earlier that I was going to go hang out in Napa, and I'm hoping to hang out with our next studio guest in Napa, and I'd, I'd love it if they introduced themselves now. Yeah, their mic's on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. How's we just it going? got here. We have not been sitting here quietly the whole time. <laughs> not that quiet. Uh, yeah. My name is Zach Fenny. I'm uh, in a... It's, I would say it's a group, but it's actually just me with a different name. It's called Half Measures. Your your microphone microphone. never turned on. Oh, okay. We're going to redo that. You, you might, your wire might be loose. He's still not here. He's just walking in without his mic. Still walking. Hmm. I would, I would opt to switch to your... Um, to your, your guitar, guitar mic. Talk into it. Yeah. Just hold it. All right. Gabe, how's yours? How is mine? Yours sounds great. That's all I'm talking about, All right, Zach. check, check. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Should I restart my whole introduction again? Please. So we're sitting here in the studio. I'd love to introduce <laughs> you guys now to our we're back musical guest. After that break. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Zach Fenny. I'm from Napa. I'm a, I have a project called Half Measures. I'm here with my friend Gabe. Gabe, you want to introduce yourself? My name is Gabe. I go by Save Gabe. I'm a uh, solo producer, rapper, singer, songwriter, based out of Napa. And uh, yeah, Zach, aka Half Measures, is my good friend, and we have a project together, and we play a lot of music in the Napa Valley. And we brought a studio guest so that we weren't the only ones clapping for you. Hey, uh, I'm G.R. Linden. I'm a writer uh, based out of New Orleans, but actually I was born in Napa, Queen of the Valley. So hey, right on, man. We got that connection going for nice. us. It's awesome. And I'm just here because I was Stefan's roommate like six years ago and I'm in town, so he's like, hey, come Ooh, on the we podcast. We got to dig into that later. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's stories. But I always like to clarify housemate. So that like that's like, where I remember you from because we visited you. Was, remember when we came out here yeah. and we were on the roof and, and you were in the photos. house. Yeah, yeah. right I on. Say you look familiar. Yeah. I was, that was like basically a year ago. Yeah, it was like the first week of January of 2019. We did that. I come back for the holidays. Right on. Great. Nice. January, yeah. Okay. Greg's cool. a strapping young gentleman, but uh, I always say housemate instead of roommate so that nobody thinks that this yeah, strapping young man is mine like he's available <laughs> he if you're yours. interested we we make sure that we have an open relationship so, so you guys did never you can join us bed. we can be separate they we've done we've done some really good uh youtube content for um about malware but uh you can look that up on youtube if you're curious this podcast has already covered a lot of topics <laughs> malware yeah. we're gonna exceed like the malware. hashtag limit pretty soon here yeah, yeah. malware uh, so, so Zach, your, your band recently went through what I, I mean, for, for, for my opinion, a name change. Yeah, sort of. Uh, so I've been playing music under my own name for, um, since I started playing music. So eight years or so, and I started doing it professionally, uh, full time about three years ago. And 
I play a lot of venues around the Napa Valley, and a lot of them are these longer style, like acoustic kind of cover gigs at hotels and wineries. Because those are the gigs that pay me the most money and keep me afloat. But of course, the more fun gigs are the ones where I get to play my original music, and I'll do all kinds of different arrangements. I'll play with Gabe, and he'll beatbox, or I'll play with a rock band sometimes, or even just solo stuff. But I really wanted to try to just find a different identity, I guess, to uh, present my original music under and to book those kinds of shows under so I could have the kind of work name under my legal professional name. And then I had half measures as my project to express myself creatively. Um, How has it accomplished your goals of like making more things possible? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Or will it, you know, give it some time. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It's pretty new. It's only been around for a few months. Uh, one thing it has done is it's made me think about things very differently, and it's made me more open to new ideas. So I'm just going to put it there for now. It's still it's still a work in progress, just like my life. Um, and what, what what's your project? So, yeah, I go by Save Gabe, and um, I, I haven't changed my name, which is cool. <laughs> cool. I felt like once I got my name... It was too much of a effort to change it. No offense, because his uh, name change was almost necessary, I feel like, and I don't really have a need for a name change. I didn't necessarily change my name. I just got a new one. Yeah, an additional name. Yeah, two names. I like you just the way you are. I agree. Yeah, same. Zach Fenny or Half Measures. A non melody. Half Fenny, you know? <laughs> half Fenny. But uh, so I've been... Um, making music with this project for i think the last seven or eight years and i started uh one of my friends actually inspired me to do it i saw him working on the computer and i was listening to the sounds he made and i was just like simple like i want to do that too so i spent like countless hours in his house and he uh showed me how to use the program that i use now and i've used for the past eight years which is ableton Mm -hmm. i do everything in ableton so i produce and then i record myself and then i'll mix and master it as well and I really enjoy it. The uh, interesting part is to see my growth, like looking back at something that I made uh, two or three years ago even, and I remember promoting that like crazy, and then looking back and being like, man, I don't know why I promoted it so hard. But So I guess the, the best part about it is just this gradual, uh, I guess, this gradual upward climb that I'm making, and it makes me really happy to see that, that me, myself, that I can see it too. And... When I started, I really was looking for uh, the acceptance of others, I guess, in terms of like, hey, check this out. Think it's cool, man. Like, share it. Spread the love. But the more I be, uh, the more I kept making music, the more it was like, well, I think this sounds cool. You know, I'm not really too concerned about what these people think. And if they like it, that's cool. And so people started liking it. And uh, that's kind of where I am now, just on this gradual upward climb. I'm releasing music probably once a month, uh, singles. And then I'm working on an album that I'm probably going to release probably the middle of this year. But for right now, it's just singles and making sure that people are uh, are involved and trying to stay relevant. So um, I, I, I'm curious. You're, you're both from Napa. Uh, what's what do you think is the biggest difference between Napa and San Francisco as far as the music scene goes? Uh, I think, well, obviously Napa is smaller geographically and population size. There's a lot less people there, and so there, by by almost by nature, there's gonna be a lot less music venues there. But I would say that uh, Napa's music scene has grown exponentially over the last ten years or so. Uh, there are a lot more opportunities for musicians to play now and especially to play original music because really the only kind of gig opportunities 
I'd say before 10 or 15 years ago were mostly just like, you know, cover style gigs where you'd have mm-hmm. cover bands playing in bars at nights and then you'd, you know, doing the same thing I do for my money, acoustic style cover gigs. But now there's a lot more opportunity for other genres uh, to have a, have a place in Napa. There are great venues like uh, Blue Note and Jam Cellars and uh, Stone Brewery has just become a new kind of local pioneer in music out there. They're all about bringing in music and uh, all kinds of different different kind of music too. And so for me, I would say that Napa's almost become a little more like San Francisco over the years and that it's more of a destination to see and to play live music. We have a lot of uh, touring musicians who will uh, regularly stop through Napa, people from out of town who make it, who make it a point to come out here all the time because the gigs pay well and you know the people are drinking all day <laughs> by the time they get to see you they're drunk and they just want to see some music they're having a good time you know it's i would say it's a fairly easy crowd to please uh it still is limited in genre compared to san francisco a little bit just you know by i'd say by population like there's still no good metal venue in napa and there's still mm-hmm. not really a good hip-hop venue more venues are exploring those those genres and being open to them but there's not really a good place for it. If I had a friend in a metal band or a hip hop artist that wanted to play in Napa, there's not really a good place I could fully recommend them to say like, hey, yeah, this is your spot for this kind of music. Go check that out. Yeah, the, uh, kind of to add on to that, I think answering your question what the biggest differences between the Napa scene and the San Francisco scene would be pretty simple in my eyes. It's just variety. Uh, there's yeah. like almost it seems like infinite options of not only genres to go see but like different shows different venues and stuff like that and with Napa it's very limited it's very like streamlined and uh, they are opening up you know like a little variety but I think for the most part they they kind of know what they want playing in Napa and it's like a singer songwriter acoustic band sort of vibe which I'm not hating on I'm just I'm just saying that that's kind of what I see in terms of Napa opposes San Francisco where you see like a huge diversity of genres and venues. Yeah, what's the audience like in Napa? Drunk. Are they, well, I, think, I mean, not I think stereotype, are these middle old age, white men? Like, Middle-aged to, to older... Women. Old white women, too. Yeah. So. The women are well, the ones so that, that get down. They're the I ones that dance. I wanted to ask about... Yeah. So you, you touched on it a little bit, but is part of that demographic, part of the lack of variety because of, of the demographics in Napa, or is it because it's really tied to the wine tourism scene and they have a certain thing that they expect on their tours when they do I, the I venues? I think it's both. I think it's both. a little bit of both, but I would say that... It, Speaking about demographics now, but there are a lot of people in town who are interested in those other kinds of music. And I talk to a lot of people, people close to our age at least, you know, a lot of people who don't have money <laughs> in work jobs in service industries and things like that, uh, but that really love to see different types of music. And that's something that Gabe and I have actually really been trying to bring to Napa is trying to push the limit and bring in mm-hmm. different people. Yeah, because uh, neither of you guys do anything like that genre you're describing, the, the acoustics yeah, well, thing. No, he doesn't, he doesn't more than I do. So oh, for really? me, it's a little tricky. I've actually got... Uh, I really have to thank Zach for helping me kind of get in that little stream mm-hmm. because I've been able to play shows with him, so I've kind of been able to get my name out there. But yeah. I, I think if I wasn't playing with Zach, it would be way harder for me to try to get into any of these shows. So what do you guys always play together, or do you sometimes play on your own? Or oh, I mostly play on my own it's okay. it's just sort of when it the, when on the, the cards align yeah, yeah. and <laughs> so the stuff that's on spotify uh-huh. under half measures is pretty electronic though it's like pretty fully produced so yeah we worked on that are you together. stripping that down when you when you play out in napa or what generally uh 
No, I, I play those. Uh, I play those songs as as they were produced and written. We just yeah. do them with backtracks, and we sing and rap, and I play guitar over them live. Um, okay, but so th- that's that's something I was going to bring out is that you know that's sort of a new a. Uh, experience for us doing more electronic pop style music and yeah. it's translated well we've only done it at a handful of shows in napa but every time we've done it it's been pretty well received mm-hmm. and that's something that's nice to see because again i don't think i would have seen that years ago one thing yeah. i think that really did push uh music in napa live music in napa is uh the bottle rock it happens every year 100 percent. i think this is the what is it the seventh or eighth year or something i think the first one was 2013 so this would be the seventh one if i'm doing the math right i think that's yeah. yeah, I think Bottle Rock alone changed the music landscape of Napa because all of a sudden you had a new opportunity to see a mix of you know, of course, national touring acts, but they were throwing locals and smaller acts on there too, just like any festival does to fill out fill yeah. out time slots. But just a huge mix of all kinds of different music. You know, I would have never thought that we would see uh, <laughs> who do we see last year? Logic. Like yeah, playing Snoop in Napa Dog. before, or, or Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's played a couple of years. Uh, Chili Peppers are doing it again this year. I great lineup. I'm not. I'm not excited. actually personally not Miley super excited. Yeah, I'm not excited about that at all. I love it. <laughs> it's funny because I would think that like a bunch of middle-aged like drunk women drinking wine would want to listen to something that has like a dance beat and you know. Is, well, like, they totally do. They totally do. And, and instead of sleepy that, like though. acoustic shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Ex- I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. But I've seen them at this festival before, so Same. I don't understand why yeah. this festival booked Same with them what, again. Like the Dave Matthews Band is going to be there. Yeah, Michael Franti and Spearhead, I think, is going to be yeah, there. Yeah, they're their fifth or sixth time. Yeah, yeah. Repeat artists. Silverado uh, pickups. Yeah, but they're not the only festival to do that. They just announced the Jazz Fest lineup yesterday or the day before, and half of those are repeat artists. Uh-huh. I think a lot of festivals do that. Years, so. This is the problem with a lot of festivals yeah, now. It's, yeah. it's all festivals. It's like so. ten year type the circuit. Of yeah. Mm. But That's just booking laziness. If I'm not, if I'm not. Incorrect. I think Red Hot Chili Peppers was a headliner they, yeah, and they were. are a headliner again. That That's a little ago. extreme to me. I'm like, sure, book the same band again, but put them earlier in the lineup with the idea that you've already headlined this one. Let's put you, you as a support. The, head, the, the Chili Peppers, like, not as a headliner. Right, right? before Miley Cyrus. So, so I <laughs> that is actually you. a really good point. <laughs> uh, Fucking Miley Cyrus. I, I agree with you. You can't book the Chili Peppers as not a headliner. Don't get me wrong. I love the Chili Peppers, and I think they're... You know, obviously they're a legendary band. They deserve the respect they get, but I just don't know if they needed to headline it again. Yeah. I just yeah. would have they preferred didn't. someone else. This is we're under ten years of this festival so far, yeah. and they're already doing repeat headliners. It point. just seems a little well. Is it? Lazy is it I guess yeah. the question is: Is it going to backfire on the festival organizers themselves, or is well, this just a, ca- is it it a cash cow? So I, no, I think they already did. I think they already did sell so out. It's, yeah. it's for the money yeah. then. So they must know that, like, if they just keep booking the peppers, it's all math. It's like okay, this person's going to. That's not broken. There are a lot of white wine guzzling women who want to see Flea take off his shirt. So. <laughs> and me. Well, and obviously. Just me. <laughs> I I mean, I, I I will go again. I will cover it. Mm. I'm excited to cover I hope, it. But I, can you cover it? Like Did you cover it last year? <laughs> yeah. They've denied me for the last two uh, years. It is, it, is, it is definitely a uh, club that's hard to... to break yeah it's hard to break into that club some so they've got i don't know tips well no see what i don't understand is that like they they should have the exact same policy that all other festivals have that they have a a a big company promoting them and and you just go the normal route to get into them but there's something there's something clubbish or a little behind the scenes of how they choose their uh press 
but I find a way in. But but I will say I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. I I won't. I, I listen to a lot of their music, but live they're quite boring. They're a boring band yeah, to watch. I saw them at Outside Lands and I didn't, wasn't as. I think they were kind of exciting, like in the nineties or oh, whenever yeah, they I'm started. Sure. I think they just kind that's of most know. like. You mean like when they moved around? The when they were actually their live show was better. You know, thing. When they Back when they didn't all have arthritis. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah. how long? Imagine playing an instrument like that for that long. Produce, yeah. I don't know when their last album came out. Uh, this is also yeah. Once you stop producing up, I feel similarly. Another bottle rock headliner from previous years. I feel similarly to the way you felt about the Foo Fighters. I love the Foo Fighters, and they bored me live. Yeah. Same. There is energy, but Dave Grohl doesn't stop talking. And <laughs> I don't get me wrong; he's a very smart man. He's a very passionate man. I can listen to him talk all day. But if I'm paying money to go see him play music, I want to see him play music. I don't want to listen to him talk all day. You know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> I watched him for about forty-five minutes. Uh, at Voodoo Fest in New Orleans, actually, a couple years ago. And in that 45 minutes, they played four songs. Oh, I remember. What? I was at that. I was there, too. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Kanye. Is this, uh, are they the next Kanye? Like, no, they just, like, did really long extended bridges and jammed out and talked during those bridges. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of audience play, a lot of, like, oh, we're so happy to be here. Yeah. Let's talk about the history of New Orleans music. And Yeah, and that's fine. I don't know, great. but I just feel it's... like you only you have an hour and a half to play like try to play more than 10 songs <laughs> like that's yeah. all do they think about that when they go back off stage and they're like oh wait we only played four songs well, they Maybe. famously got cut off at bottle rock napa because they were they went oh, past yeah. the 10 o'clock deadline. oh i heard about yeah, uh, yeah. and they, of course they finished their song you know unplugged and the audience sang the rest yeah, of the song yeah, for them yeah, exactly. and you know i'm sure they actually I, I firmly believe that was staged and that they planned to do that because it would make mm. it for a great gimmick yeah. But what do you figure they got charged for that, though? I think they, they'll get like a major fine. You don't think Dave Grohl has F you money? Can yeah, I swear on this yeah, show? Yeah. You can swear as much yeah. as you, you want. You don't think Dave Grohl has fuck you money? Yeah, he's Hollywood, man. That's why so, he talks so much. That you know? show messed up my Instagram feed for almost a year because I posted pictures of that show. So then they assumed, oh, you want to see Dave Grohl stuff. So like all the time my feed was Dave Grohl stuff. It's Dave Grohl. Oh, my. Like all Coming the time. city. Turns out I don't. I want to see Dave Grohl and Bill Nye the Science Guy host a podcast. I would be into that. Is there a Bill Nye the Science Guy? Bill Nye yeah, be a podcast. There is, but like the two of them together, I feel like just I don't know. I don't care. I just feel like Why those, those two, two would play. Be a lot of I don't know. Just off the top of my head, Bill Nye should go on Joe Rogan. That's what I think. He's really interesting when he's paired with Neil deGrasse. I know that yeah. Neil deGrasse is controversial these days because, like, whatever. Bill Nye? Wait, how, how so? Uh, I don't know. Didn't well, he... Neil deGrasse had a bunch of sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's okay. I mean, I think he's also, cleared he's of it. Also, responsible for Pluto not being a planet, so, you know, fuck that guy. Is he really? <laughs> well, that's what I was really I didn't know he about. was, like, the one that, that outed him. Yeah, no, that was planet. him. That's what made him famous. But if you ever planet. watch them together, like Bill Nye and Neil... Yeah. Man, they're unstoppable. They like combine. They literally they know everything. This is, they know everything know. in the universe. This is way <laughs> a far afield of music, but there's an episode of Stargate SG One where they both pop in and guest star. Oh my god! Uh, and give each other shit like in the tenth season of SG One. That sounds like the biggest. Wow. Are there. they like aliens or something? Or no, they're they're, they're just a conference. They like they like play each other. Oh, okay. I was like, are they good actors? Okay, that makes sense. Otherwise, I was like, what the fuck? Like hitting on each other's women. Like like. It's it's wow. a really kind of funny little bit. <laughs> Fantastic. Are there women uh, not from this planet? <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, there's women. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's not what you're into. <laughs> no, I like the outer space ladies. Down with ladies from this. Planet. Shout out to my girlfriend <laughs> who from Earth, might be or... listening now because I told her to. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, listen. 
No, she has I'm on the radio. Listen to me. <laughs> I know. Click she the link. Do a cool thing. Click this link. I'm going to text you. She's probably sleeping. Do you still love me? Hot Cheetos. <laughs> um, what is... Okay, so my host sucked at this question, but do you guys have goals for either this year or the next 10? Uh. Every day is a day to make a new resolution. Yeah. There you also, go. I feel like yeah, 10 years is such year. a long time. Like, my life could change yeah, tomorrow, and then all that planning I did is out of the waste. Yeah. Amen. What if that. I plan to make a thousand bucks in 10 years and make a thousand bucks tomorrow? Like, I plan all that time yeah. planning the, to make the money is wasted. Honestly, but this was the something last year I expected to be alive uh, for most of my life. See, I and now you're pushing, alive and you're pushing 28. All that time you wasted thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, 27 is, uh, you're not, is, is what I turned this you year. Didn't do, you didn't do it. I definitely was way that. dead. Yeah. <laughs> something that I do is think about. Disappointment? I'm not 27 yet, so there's still time, okay. but yeah, I, yeah, it's not leaning that way right now. Yeah, you look healthy. <sighs> yeah. You look like you're not going to go. No, the, the key is to be a complete hole. failure until you're 28, and then that way you dodge the curse, and then you can start doing stuff. Or just, you know, <laughs> die young. Fuck, I've been too productive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys do you guys make any, like, um, goals for either getting signed, uh, getting your music somewhere specific? Like, what's what's the current goal of, oh, okay. of, of your music? Like, like is is getting signed, is getting a record label, is, is, what, is it like all DIY? What's the goal? None of that's really ever been super important to me, uh, probably because I'm just really bad at planning in advance. I just sort of, I make short-term goals. I don't necessarily make long-term goals, which is probably on exactly no, like where that. I'm at in life right now. But uh, I don't know. I, I have a very DIY attitude. It's the reason I'm a solo artist and, you know, I just hire and book, ask other people to play with me. You know, I book all my own shows and do all my own writing and promotion. And uh, Gabe helped me learn how to produce and he produced most of our last uh, EP. Uh, but I don't know. Being signed has never really been a big thing to me. And this is going to sound kind of kind of dumb maybe but i don't really care if anyone listens to my music or not i just want to make it and be happy with it i'm already i think it's dumb i'm already making a living doing something i like to do and bravo i don't necessarily you know if this is as far as i get i'd be happy with it i kind of hope it's not as far as i get but i'm not going to be like you know i'm not going to be disappointed if i i say i made a living for four or five years in my 20s being a musician that i did something else you know i'd be disappointed would you yeah shut up so we have it we so we sometimes have a call-in guest Does don't worry guys make, she's not calling in music but uh <laughs> but uh People she can call into the show oh yeah they can call in the phone number is 415-550-0511 but, can you repeat so, that actually though 415-550-0511 so this call-in guest sometimes calls in and makes very direct requests of the, the money listeners. Money. So let's let's suggest right now, both of you independently get to make very direct requests from the listeners. What's your direct request? I need. What do you mean? Like, what's an example? Of you it? want oh, like, something? Like something you want? My album or something like that? Or I mean, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty weak. But I know it's. Well, I was just right, saying that as an example. My, it's not. It's not my request. Okay, yeah. so our guest asks. Our our call-in guest usually asks for like ten thousand dollars or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like that's a you, lot smarter than going to go stream my album on yeah. Spotify. I don't know. I mean, it's it, more it's, direct. Yeah, that seems like a lot of money. Too. Uh, I have a request. Can someone bring me some really tasty chowder? Yeah, I'm about to chowder. I've got a craving for some chowder. So chowder. If somebody come down to the studio and bring me some yeah. chowder. Venmo. Uh, Venmo just one dollar. If everybody funded me one dollar in the world, would be great. You got three dollars. What's, what's, what's your What's your What's your Venmo? Yeah, let what's me find it. Now? It's Gabe Walker dash one. I'm gonna spell that for Why you. Why dash one? Because they didn't have just the regular Gabe Walker, man. Come on. G A B E W A L K E R dash one. 
If you get so, a dollar, uh, I'm going to be impressed. Me too. Yeah, I hope it happens. I'm going to request a dollar. You will <laughs> not get it. What? I want people to request a dollar from request. me. But that I'm would not be really funny a... if like, you got but like, yeah, a Yeah, GabeWalker-Wine, send me a dollar. I'm poorer than you. Help out this music career. Send me five bucks. Fair. I don't think I don't think Zach should be allowed to like steal your request. Like a thing you got to think for your own. What's your What's your request? Big request. Big request. Bigger. What was wrong with streaming his album? You, yeah, does he have to be a relentless monster? Because he said like stream my album. People want to do shit. They don't want to do shit. It wasn't really my request. That was just me asking what an example of a request would be. But my request, honestly, just be nice to each other. That's my request. Be nice to the people around you. Don't be dicks today. That's it. You're precious. Yeah. You know how you can be really nice to people? Bring them chowder. Or Venmo Gabe. (laughs) Not everyone is selfless. Some people want chowder. I like chowder too, though. You want it in a bread bowl, by the way? I got one dollar, everybody. Yeah, bread bowl. You got got a dollar? Yeah. No way. It's from this guy named Stefan. Oh. <laughs> okay, Stefan. Oh, I was so impressed. Everybody got so. Uh, I should, I you should have played that, that out longer. You no, that was you good. had plenty of room to play that out longer, and you Jesus gave away the seeker right as it nah, happened. It was, it, there was enough time where I was like, "Yeah." It's like learning that Santa Claus I, I felt isn't the real. Switch flick, and then I was like, "All right." I was hoping his good, phone wasn't good. on silent, so he'd get the cha-ching. Oh, Della. that's a good feeling. I would say dollar dollar bills, y'all, but it's just dollar. A real talk. Does anyone ever not keep their phone on silent? And if so, why? Uh, you mean like on this show or in life? In life. If I'm watching Instagram, because if I have it not on quiet, I don't have to click the video for it to play the volume. And sometimes you're waiting that. for a text. You're gonna like go out. So, but I agree. Silence is the best. Recipe. You might say it's golden or something. Yeah. Although I hate when you lose your phone and you know it's on silent and you're like, Yeah, that's true. Who's gonna call it? Or am I gonna hear it? Yeah. But one thing I've been thinking about, sorry to no, just no. go on this little mini Please. rant, but it was something I was thinking about earlier. When you brought up uh, goals and things like that, it's not so much a goal, but it's kind of like a mindset that I've been kind of thinking about. And it's really simple. It's just not to have any expectations. That is so And huge. what I mean by that is like, I was sitting next to, I was on a plane next to this old Asian lady and I asked her, I was like, are you excited to land? Are you excited to do what you want to do? And she said, no. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she says, well, you know, my life, I travel everywhere. Wherever I travel is with no expectations. That way, when I get there, I take everything is for what it is. And if I expect to be happy and I'm sad, I'm not sad. I'm, I just accept it for what it is and move on. And I took that like that was that was everything to me. So mm-hmm. when I'm in a new situation or a new environment or meeting new people or playing a new song or show, it's always I'm in it for the experience, not for what I expect it to be. Yeah, yeah. the end result. Yeah. It's, it's about yeah. to just experience it. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of my rant. No, I like it. That wasn't a rant. Very that was, zen way that to was do very it. uplifting. It's very yeah. 2020 thing Hard to, to do, though. It's hard It's hard not to have any expectations. It is. That's a tricky thing. It's like, like working with, against... With girls, like, man. Especially, yeah. But you got to be, like, okay with having expectations, not, like, attach yourself to those expectations. Or maybe you guys can be that'll, okay. Like, you'll get into, like, a, a, swor- a spiral. And like, maybe you can have expectations... But it might not be okay to expect them to come true. Yeah, or like yeah. grasp onto them too much. I expect um, this podcast to get ten thousand streams tomorrow. Good luck. We huh. what do you mean? We're not even gonna be. We're not gonna put it up as a podcast. <laughs> you're. you're um, Wait, this isn't a real podcast. It'll be no next. It'll go up like next. <laughs> okay. Are we just all in a studio talking now. Microphones? Is that? Yeah. Not? These aren't even on, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. just. All that I'm just. Testing was for nothing. I mean. 
I'm just assuming that this person is listening right now on Spotify going, I hope he gets that too. Because after Jason edits it and and you put it up. Oh, yeah. He's pretending we're in the future. Oh. When this has been edited and released. So this is up in the future. You wrecked that. So good job. But whatever. Hey, I'm going to edit it out. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I hope my Venmo goes crazy in a week. As you just established. I know. You're you're focused on the long tail. You did good. There you go. There you go. Your part, I'll, I'll slow it down. When you're spelling the letters, yeah. you should right now. You should be like, "Oh, I got another one, guys! Guys, I got another one. I got another one. They're just flowing, guys! I got another one. Take it off, vibrate. We want to hear the ching, ching, ching. I wish there was a button I could press the ching. I know. I know there's an air horn application. Somebody's built a page on the web that does that. Yeah, certainly. Fake Venmo. Yeah. Um, if you thought about it, it's a, it's around. Yeah, I swear. absolutely. Zach, you had, you had made a request that maybe we could play some recorded music. Is that something that's available on Spotify? I, it is on Spotify, but I just handed you a USB drive if, you have, if you'd rather use that. Easier, but Spotify it? is easier. It yeah. is easier. Yeah. Right. I thought this was to get the recording of the show. I was like, thanks for that. I'll you get you a recording of the show. Oh. You should play his uh, his new single. I really like it. Yeah, which I, one? I wanted you. I wanted to ask you about like what it's about. And about when kids? You, the over it one. Oh, over it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, honestly, uh, I was just having a real annoying day. Yeah. Uh, just like there's like just a lot of people that were really grinding my gears that day. And, yeah. Um, That's what it seemed like it was about. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, basically. Sometimes you assume, you know, and then an artist is like, it's about politics, man. And no, like, it's, oh, oh, well. it's not necessarily about one specific person or situation. <laughs> it was a combination of things that were just really trying to rub me the wrong way, it seemed yeah. like. And I just, just, you know, I just thought I want to get over it. And yeah. it just happened to be a day where Gabe and I were hanging out and I was like, hey, we should make a super hard beat. And uh, yeah. it really it was just more about the, the emotion than mm-hmm. the experience. But I really liked working on that song we don't play it very often because it's explicit yeah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it gets naughty it's like the hardest verse are I we allowed wrote. to play naughty stuff let's get naughty right? let's get naughty, naughty. Yeah. let's get naughty Ooh, when you I when like you that. add a rap to like something he's doing too like how does that how do you guys write that together well let that me work? tell you we roll up a blunt <laughs> uh-huh and then we smoke Freestyle. it in the garage yeah and then i look it's also my room and we play the song with the free verse on it. And then we just start like looking at each other all weird. Yeah. All weird. Can you do like, that right now for us? We'll, I'll describe it. It's pretty similar. It's just like. That's kind of cute. We're like, that is weird. Think, <laughs> and we're like, what kind of vibe are we going for? You know? And then based off of that, it's just like. Actually, you know what's funny? Oh, I don't want to. Hmm. You don't want to spoil it? No. Edit. Do it. But like we had somebody in mind when I wrote the verse. The rap verse in this. We had mm. somebody in mind. So mm. I think that's kind of what helped it. We're not going to say who it is, but. Uh, we're gonna guess while we're on. While we're I don't off think the air. I don't think you know them, so it's fine. I'm still uh, gonna guess. Okay, <laughs> it's about this guy who's playing a set after me on the show, and he got up on stage and he's like, "Man, I hate going after Save Gabe. Fuck that guy." I was like, "You got on stage and said that," and I was in the bathroom, so I couldn't even rebuttal it. Wow. Anyways, this song, that verse was about that guy. Nice. The, Fuck uh, that guy. So also a diss track. All right. Like yes, it's a diss it's, track. It's definitely at least partially a diss track. Well, I guess right. what I think about when I'm trying to add on to one of his songs is how I can complement the vibe and how I can complement the idea of yeah. the song more than trying to make it my own or you know hop on the mic and take over the song. I just want it to be about Zach. Yeah. More of a thing because because I mean that's so that's uh, what the thing is under or what the song is under is his project Half Measures. Yeah. And I'm really 
strong about not being a part of it but at the same time helping out with it yeah because when this first started uh he's no he was nowhere as good at producing as he is now mm. oh well, thank you yeah like now he can produce a song on his own when we first started this project he was looking over my shoulder sort of thing yeah so like to, and that's my goal is to try to get him proficient enough to where i don't have to help him and that would be great for both of us <laughs> but I, I i still love being a part of it but I just want, if this is his project and his idea, I want him to be able to have full creative control over it. Word. So I guess that's kind of the, the gist of our One of the reasons I really, I really like bringing in Gabe, though, is because I feel like it adds a different a dynamic. And uh, playing by myself or playing with myself uh, gets... Tell us more about that. Uh, well, you have to subscribe to my, to my premium Snapchat if you want to know about that. Um, uh, that's Half Measures XXX. Um, <laughs> Full measures. Full, yeah. <laughs> 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 womp womp. Uh, Wait, you, what you was found, you found the Chiching song? It's <laughs> 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 not the Chiching song. I, I know, but you guys. Wait, wait, wait. I did find the Chiching song. Can I tell you guys a funny story about how Gabe and I became friends? Yeah. And that will lead Ooh, into why I like why, why I like, I like having I, Gabe as part of my music. I don't remember. Uh, Tell it. Oh, yeah. Gabe doesn't even know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Gabe and I, we, we knew each other for a couple years. We were sort of casual friends. Uh, we both took mm -hmm. a class at the college together. We had another mutual friend who's another musician uh, who we met. We just sort of met once. And we were all hanging out together. And we were like, you know, casual, like Facebook, Instagram friends and knew each other. And then... Uh, a few years ago, I was throwing a house show. And we never hung out either. Yeah, we never really hung out. Like, never hung out before this. Um, I was throwing a house show and uh, for a group of friends who were coming in from the Bay Area. They were looking for a venue to play in Napa. And it was kind of like what I was saying earlier. There wasn't really a good spot for them. They were like sort of a progressive, kind of hardcore uh, they had screams in their music, and basically what I'm saying is there's not a good, great place in Napa right now for bands that have screaming in their music. Mm. And but I just thought we have a really nice backyard, we have a really nice deck, and I've always wanted to throw house shows. So I put together this house show, and I put another local band on it, and then I had myself open the show. Mm. And Gabe hit me up the morning of the show because I'd been advertising it on you know social media, He's just smiling. just Facebook and Instagram posts, things like that. And he hit me up and said, hey can I beatbox at your house party tonight? <laughs> and I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, was just yeah, like, not really thinking I was serious or what to expect. Yeah. 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 Why did you like, What's the worst give us some context. Happen? Like, why were you at, like, like what was your head? When, when there's something that's on my mind, like I will stop at nothing to make sure it happens. Like if there's like a show that I want to play, if somebody want to talk to, how did you hear to, about the show? Uh, I saw it on Instagram or something. I saw because we had mutual friends. Yeah. So and I remember I had his contact info from like the class at the college, and it was like, I'm gonna call him up. Like shows tonight. Let's see if I can get on it tonight. Yeah. Like I don't have anything to do tonight. Let's let's see if we can have a party. Yeah. So I was I was just like, uh, sure, you know, whatever. And I was like, cool. We'll give him a 10 minute beatboxing set between the bands was was the idea. And I was just gonna have him go on once. And uh, I had heard him beatbox a couple years before that in like in, in, in school, uh, but he had gotten a lot better than he was in school. Uh, Gabe, uh, you'll, you'll hear some of it later, but is, he's a very talented, versatile uh, beatbox or beatboxer. <laughs> Beatboxist. Uh, and he just blew everyone away. 
uh, within those first 10 minutes. Everyone, because he wasn't, he was kind of part of our friend group a little bit, but he wasn't like super integrated and none of us had really heard it yet. Yeah. And everyone Surprise. just, I remember we had like, I don't know, 50 kids or something in the backyard and we all just looked at each other and were like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> just the noises that were coming out of this dude's mouth. And so as soon as he was done playing, I said, hey, you want to go do that after the next band and do it again? And he did it again. And he was able to make it versatile and not repetitive. And then we just started kicking it. Uh, I think I had a show coming up after that. I was like, do you want to beatbox while I play guitar and sing? And <coughs> we started rehearsing together. We started hanging out together. And the rest How is history. How long ago was this? Uh, two or three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and now we hang out, shit, at least once a week, <laughs> it seems like. But more often, it's, it's like almost every other day. Uh, and we're constantly... Uh, making music with each other and putting on shows with each other and supporting each other even when we're not involved in each other's shows. Like, of course, I'll go see his shows. He'll come see mine and stuff like that. Yeah. We're friends. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Super but pals. it just sort of came naturally because we hang out together so much anyway because I know Gabe is uh, such a talented musician and producer that when I wanted to switch things up and make more electronic music, I knew I had ideas for songs I wanted to make, but I didn't have the physical skills or the, the knowledge, the production knowledge to do it myself. Mm. I knew Gabe was a great producer and... You know, we already kicked it all the time anyway. I said, hey, I had these ideas. Do you want to come and help me with these songs? And he said, sure. And we just started with one song, and one song turned into three. And we said we should put these out as a little EP that we worked on together. Yeah, we talk about how we made Kids Ride Bikes. Yeah, so we put this EP together. It's called Kids Ride Bikes, and that was our first well, thing we put out. I mean, the thing I want to talk about is uh, just briefly explain how we came up with it. So we made the first song, Kids. And then we made the second song, Ride. So the third song, we were forced to make, Bikes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first song we had a title before we had anything else. We had, before we had a, you know, a beat or a melody or, or context or anything, I just knew we were going to make a song called Bikes. And, and it was going to be about bikes. Have you guys ever seen uh, Tom Segura stand up on, on Netflix? He's got, yeah. a, he's got a whole rant about bikes. <laughs> and this whole explanation of why he says bikes. And it got me laughing and... Uh, I'm not going to explain it because it, it would not be as funny, but just go watch Thomas Segura's Netflix yeah. special and you'll know what I'm talking about. It's called Mostly Stories. But so we had this song called Bikes and I just, I had just the title and then so then I, then I came up with a hook, thinking of the times that we used to ride bikes. And then I thought, why am I thinking of the times we used to ride bikes? Is this person no longer with me? And hmm. we ended up writing what I think is uh, the coolest song on the EP personally. At least I think it's lyrically the, mo the coolest song. Because uh, it tells a story about, uh, obviously it's a little open to interpretation, but it tells a story about uh, two friends who grew up together and one of them had to go off and join the military and died. Oh, wow. Spoiler. Uh, and it's loosely inspired by a friend I used to ride bikes with who did join the military. Uh, he is still alive, but I know other people who did die and I was sort of trying to... If I guess find the sound for that experience and streamline into one into one story. Sure. So it's loosely based on reality and a little bit of fiction, which I think all good art is. Uh, right on. And yeah, so that's how bikes came out. Then we had this EP, Kids Ride Bikes, and we just kind of went from there. You know. So, um, you guys kind of introduced a whole bunch of songs, and I had prepared yeah. for one. So, which awesome. one do we play first? We should do Kids first. Yeah. 
I had a feeling you were going to say that. I was like, it's not like I've been like it's playing. A, it's a great intro song. To the it's not like I've been subtly playing um, over it underneath everything you've been saying or anything like that. So oh, I'll just, really? uh, it's not like I thought we were <laughs> going to start so that song like idea. a little bit ago. We never but, performed over it live. No, oh, we did. Well. We did at a house show once. Well, must have been drunk. This was you were drunk. <laughs> Jumping fences with my friends Getting high behind the school We thought we were way too cool We ain't the kids we used to be Now my debts are piling up And I just don't give a fuck Wishing I was still 16 Is this how I'm meant to be? We ain't the kids we used to be kids and if you want to hear bikes you gotta go uh like where should they go like which is the best place for them to go for that one wherever music is streamed honestly but spotify is what i listen to it on and that's where it's gotten the most streams so far but it's also on apple and uh uh, what is it? Amazon and it's it's on Bandcamp and SoundCloud too. It's on you. It's there. It's on the yeah, internet. Whatever you have, go find it. We have it too. Half measures save Gabe Beautiful. bikes.
Beautiful. Um, you got your guitar out. Gabe brought his mouth. <laughs> he leaves it at uh, home sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I hate that. Yeah. Uh, what What do you want to play for us? Uh, we're going to do a song. We It was the first song we actually recorded together about a year ago, uh, back when I was still putting all my music under Zach Fenny. It's called Just a Phase. Days are getting longer My memories are fading away The skies are going darker Just like my thoughts The clouds turn to grey And sometimes I wonder What it would be like I never left you alone And other times I question I question wrong from right And everything I've ever known But that's just a phase And now it's gone be somebody different I can tell you all the things I learned from my experience ups and downs and all around it makes me all delirious only one way to really tell if you were serious we could try to make it work one more time one if you're not tired I could make you mine make you mine maybe don't you wonder what it would be like don't you worry you have my life sometimes I wonder what it would be like I never left you alone And other times I question I question wrong from right And everything I've ever known But that's just a phase And now it's I just can't take another minute all alone Exponential, it grinds me to my bones It rattles on and on And there is no escape When I've accepted it Damn by my own faith Sometimes I wonder What it would be like If I never left you alone other times I question, I question wrong from right, and everything I've ever known. And sometimes I wonder what it would be like if I never left you alone. And other times I question, I question wrong from right. Everything I've ever known 
that's just a face And now it's gone Dang, kid. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. The feeling's mutual. Yeah. Yes. You have a good follow-up song? Yeah. Yes, I do. Let me get in tune real quick. Um, Can Gabe beatbox while I'm getting in tune? That's up to Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. I'll hold the mic up here. I'm going to see if this makes a difference. Balance, breakfast, balance, breakfast, jump, we'll balance, we'll breakfast, we'll balance, balance, breakfast, balance, breakfast, balance, balance, breakfast. Yeah. yeah, you have a theme song now. I just was thinking that. I was like, new podcast intro. This, this, that's how we start the show now. <laughs> that's going to be in every episode. Yeah. Uh, Gabe's going to start collecting his royalties. He should. Through yeah. Venmo. Exactly. Yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. Technically, I paid a dollar. Yeah. Who, who wrote the lyrics of that? It's confusing. <laughs> yeah. right? who gets the, did you write it? Did he write it? It's hard to say. It was a collab. It was a collab. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Some lawyers are going to have to talk to some other lawyers. <laughs> that's all I know. I think Stefan like... wrote Balance Breakfast, but he wrote and all the other <laughs> but technically we were all so in the room so if, what i understand of like oh we uh, all wrote it then yeah technically we were all in the room so we all get some sort of credit on that's that that's not how it works well we, <laughs> it's 50 50 you and me come on i mean i like that <laughs> yeah. but they could argue that they were here and it wouldn't have happened if they weren't present i feel like i've been in my 20 percent for some chowder yeah, Don. <laughs> he still wants that. So chowder. what is that Are we should get 25 now. i think you get less than 20 percent there's, there's six of us here yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's like 12% He's or something? He's on the chowder. 18? I don't know. I feel I like I've that. been in the room when a lot of songs were written, and I haven't I haven't gotten any royalties for That's any not on me. I'm just we saying. We've got to talk to Mark Pearson at Arc Law Group and see what he thinks. I'm pretty sure that's who I heard it from. That's why I'm thinking, because we're all in the room. We technically all yeah. were part of the process, and like if Corey weren't there texting his girlfriend, you might not have come up with a, like something of what you did. Like, Are you sure Mark doesn't just advise this because he was also been in the room for a lot of songwriting, <laughs> and he's call trying him. to yeah, he's trying to collect. We could call him and see. Um, we yeah. should get him on the phone for sure. Like, did you know if you were in the room? He's talking to somebody who like made the song while he was you in know there. i'm a lawyer and uh, <laughs> yeah, think, uh, uh just saying <laughs> i was in the room <laughs> oh man nice um what you got zach yeah give it to us all right so this is uh an older song i wrote uh, it's called tempest it's another uh i'm, hit, I'm hitting you back to back with two kind of sad songs uh much like uh one of my greatest Bay Area songwriter inspirations, uh, Travis Hayes. I almost exclusively write sad songs. And uh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this one's called Tempest. It's about being on, a, uh, being on a boat in the ocean while it's sinking. Lots of fun. Sailing for a cause that's long forgotten Was it worth it all? 
alone What do I know? Is it time to let go? Time and time again I've always given But it's never quite enough To satisfy more So I give up the ghost A storm on the horizon started brewing But chose to ignore the signs We knew it for the end Settling, set us free So I said my prayers and made peace with the sea I stare at the black and endless void of churning water Stiff and complacent as a lamb led to the slaughter The ocean of trance wells and swallows me whole And smiles while I'm screaming through my teeth, existential dread out of my head. A storm on the horizon started brewing, chose to ignore the signs, but deep inside we knew it. Signs, but deep inside we knew it And begged for the end To settle in and set us free So I said my prayers And made peace with the sea I stare at the black and endless void of churning water Stiff and complacent As a lamb led to slaughter An ocean of dread swells and swallows
Thank you. I thought that was really jolly and up. <laughs> yeah, right. Sing it to your kids. That's about sex. <laughs> just having sex, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a sex song. Is that um, what sex for, for you is like? All the time. You guys don't have sex in the sinking ships. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, it's like I drowned with no motherfucker pussy. Ooh. Yeah, no, I lost my virginity right at the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with you guys. <laughs> I'm like trying to decide where I fit into this scenario, and I'm like, you guys got this. You guys are weird. The uh, I love that. Yeah, it was very pretty. Thank you. Beautiful. Interesting chords in there. I try. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I was saying, I, I write a lot of darker, kind of more melancholic music, but yeah. it's just sort of, I mean, it doesn't always necessarily come from a place of darkness. It's just sort of trying to manifest those dark feelings into something positive and creative. So let me ask you this. If you had, because there's, you one got the wish, stuff on Spotify one yeah. and you have this kind of acoustic way that you do like when you're just by yourself and, mm-hmm. and then you have Gabe here. And so putting all that together and then thinking also just like pie in the sky, if you had infinite resources, you could have any musicians you wanted. <laughs> what would you sound like live? Like what, what do you really want to be, you know, on so, stage somewhere along? I mean, Right, it's I got a lot of moving moving parts. Yeah. Uh, if I had infinite resources and infinite money, I'd be playing music that's more like the music that's on Kids Ride Bikes and uh, mm-hmm. and over it. Yeah, uh, but with a full band setting like that. Like, right, I would have you know of course like a live drummer, live basses. Mm-hmm. I would love to do live keys myself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, you know Gabe would be there too. But. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I would love to do, you know, assuming I had infinite resources, if I was, uh, if I had Kanye money or something, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, would, I would love to do a thing. Of course, I'd love to do a show where I could, I could play acoustic, then transition to stuff like that too, where, we could, where you could do songs like Just a Phase that are acoustic and beatbox and yeah, kind of totally. bridge that gap in there. Wait, did you guys just make a goal? <laughs> Did uh, you guys just like, you gotta take that back? My goal for this Stop year is so to get infinite resources. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being so Kanye thirsty resources. for resolutions. <laughs> I'm, just, uh, like, I'm just saying I need to learn how to talk to musicians. He's a businessman. I need to learn how to talk to musicians because Jason asks the right questions and he gets the answers I want. <laughs> I squeeze the goal out of the musician. Yeah, I just need to learn to yeah. talk well, to musicians. Well, it's the genre we always ask the genre question and that's what I was kinda doing is trying to get it like what what do you want? You should ask him how he came up with his name. I don't. How did it. you come up with your name? We already. I thought we, I already, I I thought we already made penis jokes earlier. is the R-rated version, and if you want, if you want yeah, full nudity, like you can't full let penis. That. It's full measures. <laughs> no, that's that's the story. We're sticking to it. <laughs> no, it's the the real explanation is a lot less interesting than it, it really sounds. <laughs> it always is. It's the name of a great Breaking Bad episode. Uh, and oh, oh, that's where I love that speech. Yeah, I love that. Speech. No more half measures. Yep, yeah, that's uh, where it is. I really love that that scene with Mike. Uh, just really gives me chills. I love Breaking Bad. I think is like the pinnacle of modern television. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, it, it's a couple other things too. It's also the name of uh, it's my my number one favorite band of all time is Coheed and Cambria. And a lot of people mm. look at me kind of weird when I say that because they're a very hit or miss band. Are they really, still really around? Like. They are still around. Yeah, they they've been playing for a long time. Though. Yeah, and there's, in my opinion, they're still making great music, which is one of the reasons I really. Why like Why do them. you love them so much? Uh, <laughs> Comics. 
No, well, it's, it's a whole number of things. Uh, but I got into them when I was really young. Yeah. And so from yeah. – and I and at a very emotional – Emotionally volatile time. time in my mm. life too. I was like ten years Emotional old. Musician. My mom wow. had just passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, my brother was uh, became you know he was already like my best friend, but he became sort of because he's ten years older than me. He became sort oh, of my shit. new like adoptive kind of other parent. Not yeah. my second. Not like my dad because I already still have my dad. Mm-hmm. But so my brother spent a lot of time with me. I spent a lot of years growing around and listening to music in his car, and he loved. Lots of bands, but he loved Coheed, and I instantly was drawn to Coheed. Something about mm. uh, <laughs> Claudio's uh, sound, you know, he's got this crazy high-pitched... Well, he's kind of a screamer, right? He definitely screams a lot, yeah. 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 Um, no place he, he for that in Napa. he can sing very prettily, too. Uh, yeah, no shows in Napa for Claudio. Uh, but he can play in my backyard if he wants. Did you want, like, when you were younger and listening to him, did you want to be a screamer? Yeah. Was that one of your first, like... I definitely, like, when I'm on stage in, like, a rock band setting, I think I take a lot of... Uh, a lot of stage presence influence from from Claudio and mm-hmm. his his presence. Uh, of course, I grew up, you know, learning and listening to tons of like emo and in harder harder bands, and yeah. I found this acoustic niche uh, because it was a lot easier. <laughs> and, and just in case, man band. and just in case he does want to take you up on that offer, you do have a stage in your backyard, so I it's do, not a joke. I do, yeah. This is real. This is real. So Green Day actually is looking for a backyard to play in the Bay Area. Uh, they posted that on their Instagram, like they're trying to do like house shows as part of this tour. Is it because all the good venues are closing, or what is uh, like, that? Quite possibly. I, I talked to my roommate. And I was like, "Hey, can we have Green Day in our backyard?" And he was like, and he actually said, yes, it's, it's, I'm the one who's a little more hesitant to, I, I mean, I guess what's the worst to happen? I reach out and they say, no, I should probably hit him up. No, but they say yes. You should absolutely they say yes. They Green Day, the place, going all the way back to we were talking out. about Voodoo Fest shows, I saw Green Day play Voodoo Fest, like, I don't know, like, maybe 13 years ago, and actually I was standing next to the sax player for The Revivalist, who was one of my best friends at the time, and we saw Green Day. It was one of the best live shows I've ever seen, and I can't imagine nice. them in a backyard just having fun with, with the audience. So you should definitely put your backyard yeah, in you there. Yeah, m- you have to. You guys would have a lot of fun. <sighs> all right, I got to hit up Billy Joe from Green Day now and let yeah. him know my backyard's available. Yes. We're all invited, yeah. right? Absolutely. This happens. 100%. Everyone who listens to this podcast... I hope that's You're not invited. a very large number of people. Line, right? no, at least seven right people. Well, at least seven people are invited. That's seven, what I was thinking. What if we what if we end this show now so we can call them? So you, so like we're gonna like this. how do you want to sign off this show so we can get off the off the air so you can call them right now and make this plan happen? Yeah. So, I did want to circle back and just let people know that the reason <laughs> relating Claudio to half measures because <laughs> he has a side project called the Prize Fighter Inferno and he has a great EP that he put out called Half Measures and it was that and the Breaking Bad episode. So that's oh, okay. tying off that story that's why i'm called half measures this is why i say well bikes done. uh <laughs> and if people want to find you on social media follow me on at uh, half measures music at half measures music on instagram and facebook gabe save gabe help me or no wait what save do i say me. yeah save, save me, me so i can save you for one follow a day you can help save gabe yeah send gabe a dollar dollar a day that also helps my name is stephan aronson I'm Jason. I do, ba- I do balance breakfast. What I am do? Corey. Oh wait, so we're supposed to do okay. You okay? You first. I already did. I said I'm Stefan. I do so balance second, breakfast. Second. Jason. I'm Jason. I do Great Highway. That's what I do. I do silence. No good. No good. Great show.